friends, this is Jolice. Welcome to the Liz Teach podcast. Today, my Didi Liz will be talking about triggers. She wants me to remind you she's not a therapist. She's just sharing her life wisdom. So listen up. Hi, friends. It's so wonderful to be here with you. That was my niece or my great niece, Joelise. And uh, I finally got her here at my apartment to do an intro It took about five takes. She felt she sounded cringy. That was her word, exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, you know, I'm going to save that forever, just listening to her sweet little voice. She is, oh, my goodness, I'm going to get this wrong, and I'm going to get in trouble. I believe she's 12. She's not 13 yet. God, I hope not. Yeah, I think she's 12. So she's my niece, Cassandra's um, oldest daughter. Anyway, so... What a beautiful voice, right? Well, friends, let's go in. And like Joy Lee said, I am not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I said that at the very beginning of this podcast uh, many, many months ago. Uh, So always have that in mind. But I feel that I have gone through some things and I have also allowed myself to experience some things as far as healing or therapy that is of benefit to my life, but also to those that God would give me the privilege that they would hear my voice. And so hopefully I can encourage you today to look at what is triggering you, look at the triggers in your life. And so uh, I was looking up, uh, thank you, Google, uh, for a definition so that some of you can understand, and maybe you don't even call them triggers, But after today, you'll realize, oh, yeah, that's what's happening to me, right? Uh, So remember, I'm probably much older than some of the people listening. And so I have uh, the experience factor. And um, so if you've never heard this, you've never, uh, quote unquote, diagnosed yourself, it's okay. It's okay. This is why we listen to other people who have gone through things. This is why we uh, ask God to join people alongside us so that uh, we can learn, right? We can keep learning and uh, getting better uh, so that we can have a life that is abundant. And I wanted to talk about triggers today because since it's Monday meditation, I want to pray about the triggers that we have in our life and that maybe as we expose them, we're not meeting each week with such dread because we're going to be around people, places, things that can cause us to be triggered. And so an emotional trigger is anything, including memories, experience, or events uh, that will spark an intense emotional reaction regardless of your current mood. So I I don't know if you have been around people or maybe you are that person where you can get angry or sad or have an emotion in a zero to, uh, what is it that, that cars do? Zero to 60 in five seconds. I don't know. And no, maybe that's not that too fast, right? <laughs> zero to 80 in five seconds. Anyway, your emotions are like that. Like a race car. That you are triggered by something, someone, even a smell sometimes. And you will go to a, de- a heavy place, a dark place, an emotional place that is beyond what others would experience in the same circumstance. So for example, let's say you have gone through something in your childhood. And so 
if you are not healed with that situation. Let's say you have a situation uh, with your mom or your dad. Even when they're older, anything they say, it will be, you will make a mountain out of a molehill because they trigger emotions out of you. And it's, we can say we've uh, forgiven and maybe we've forgiven, but we haven't healed. And that's two different things. We can forgive somebody, but not he be healed. And so they can still affect us in a negative way. And so we get triggered. We get angry, but to the point where it's ugly or we get very sad where we're in bed, we get anxious, we feel depressed. We, you know, it goes to an extreme. We have emotions and they're good. But when we go to an extreme, we really need to address it and take care of it. Um, you know, it will affect our lives and those that are around us. Our children sometimes will look at us and uh, can't understand or explain why we're always yelling, why we're always mad, why we're always sad, why we're always anxious. Like they're walking on eggshells around us and it's just we're being triggered. You know, we go to a store, we're triggered. We're with family, we're triggered. Uh, you know, this person uh, said this to me. Somebody can make an innocent comment and because it reminds us of another situation that we have not healed from, we go off on a tangent, we rant, we rave. It ruins our day. These triggers have the capacity of just completely ruining our day as the definition says. We can be in a great environment and that person would just say one thing and your whole day is shot. We need to take care of that. You know, the word of God says that Christ died to give us life and life more abundant, that we would live more abundant. And so if you're not living that abundant life, let's check it out, right? Let's deal with it. Uh, and, and so we need to check those uh, emotions that God has given us that become so negative in our everyday life because we're being triggered. You know, sometimes it could be even a smell, right? You're in a store and maybe you smell cologne on somebody and somebody that abused you wore that cologne. And it takes you right back to that time in your life when you were abused. That needs healing. That needs healing. And please hear me when I tell you it doesn't mean you have unforgiveness, but you are not healed. Your heart is broken. Your heart is still in pieces. Uh, maybe you were rejected. And so, you know, you have somebody important in your life that rejects you. You go into a new relationship and that person will say something that sounds similar and you are off in a tangent about what this person said and you're just going on and on and that loved one is looking at you like you're crazy, right? And I don't know about you, but when I have been triggered and I go crazy, Later on, when I'm thinking what happens, the guilt, the shame comes. And I find myself in my bed, curled up, crying, crying, crying because of my reaction. But in the last couple of years, I have leaned into the Holy Spirit and asked the Holy Spirit, what's going on? What's happening? Why did I react in that manner? And so, you know, if we're rejected or abandoned, then when we have friendships or when we have romantic relationships, if that person, we perceive they're not there for us, maybe they can't be somewhere on such and such day. Let's say a friend you invite and they say no, right away they're a bad friend. 
And maybe they had said yes 90% of the time, but because you have been rejected in the past, it triggered you to put that friend in the category of being a bad friend because of that one time they said no. And so if we find ourselves continuously in toxic, toxic and unhealthy relationships and reacting unhealthily to people, we need to examine that. We can't have a life filled with drama and think there's nothing wrong with us. We can't think that when we go to Target, we're fighting with somebody, we're home fighting with some somebody, we're at work fighting with somebody, there's always confrontation, our friends that are around us are walking on eggshells because we they never know when we're going to be set off. That is not normal. That is not expressing truth. That is not expressing your position. That is you're on 10, 24-7. There's no peace there. There's no peace there. There's no peace for the people that are around you. And then, so we get angry or we get depressed or we get sad. Our emotions go off the chart. And then we do things that are toxic to bring ourselves down. Whether we turn to addictions, whether it's food, sex, shopping, we turn to those things in order to avoid dealing with the real thing, right? or we just shut down, or we push people away. Uh, And we need to examine those things if we really want to live in a healthy place. I encourage wives and husbands to watch your triggers, especially if you've gone through a hardship in your marriage and you've decided to remain and work it out. And, uh, you know, you've decided to work it out, then work it out. (laughs) You know, we say we forgive, we say we're healed, but the moment our spouse does something that even resembles what we forgave them for, we're right back to square one. We need to heal. We need to heal. We need to ask the Holy Spirit, what is happening? Uh, a, a couple of years ago, I think it was, and maybe three, I, you know, my, my sense of time is so off balance. Maybe as you get older, it's a way of denial that three, four years haven't passed. And, you know, we want to say it's only a year. (laughs) So I think it was like about three years ago where I was just so anxious to the point that my stomach hurt and I was getting palpitations, but it didn't happen all the time. It only happened on in a certain certain circumstance and when something in particular would happen. And that would be rejection. So um, I have suffered rejection as a child, just not being nurtured properly. And also in school, um, you know, I was kind of the odd man out. I wasn't the cool kid. I wouldn't even say I was a nerd, you know? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I really... Um, did not make friends easily. I was very shy and all that combination. And so there was a lot of rejection. So that actually led me to be a bully for about a year in junior high. Praise God. No, middle school. Oh, middle school is the worst, isn't it? In middle school. And praise God, that was very short-lived. But then it was people-pleasing because of the rejection and wanting to be accepted. And so I thought I was good and years passed by, years passed by, and it would rear its ugly head every so often. But when it did about, I think it was three years ago, and I was physically ill about it, I was like, no, 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 this is not healthy. This is too much. But in that moment, I didn't realize what was happening. 
and the Lord brought to my attention a rejection that I received. The person had not intentionally rejected me. I had received it that way because of past experiences and past hurts. You see? And so if we don't heal, things get compounded. And it's really sad because sometimes people are really trying to be our friend or love us, be on our side. Uh, and we have such a baggage that it's impossible. It's very difficult. Uh, so that's not to say that uh, every that's not to say that we put should put up with stuff or people put up with our stuff. No, no, no. There needs to be healing. There needs to be a balance. And, and hopefully I explained that well. But God showed me, hey, you received that as rejection. You received that as, you know, this uncertainty about your future. And that's not what that person intended at all. Not at all. Not at all. And so above all, ask the Holy Spirit to come alongside you to help you. You know, when somebody mentions something of your past and not even to dig at you, they just happen to mention a situation. They just happen to mention a name. They just happen to mention a city and you go off like they got arrested for killing your mom. That's an issue. (laughs) That's a problem. That's a problem. And so we need to heal. And I feel that I have to emphasize you can forgive and still be unhealed. And we need to take care of that. Uh, I know that I don't want my family, my friends, to have to avoid me because they never know what's going to set me off. It's awful to be in that kind of relationship. And a lot of people have uh, triggers and it's PTSD, really. So that person will reach out to you or you'll go to that location and your body's reacting, your emotions are reacting to what had happened previously. Uh, and so you have those triggers. I was talking to my therapist about that because uh, there are certain people in my life that have hurt me uh, in the past. And I realize that there was always an apprehension in the relationship with them. And she was like, you totally have PTSD uh, and you need to heal and you need to know that that person is not like that anymore. Time has passed. It's going to be okay. I realized that this weekend too, I was so bothered by something somebody said. And I looked at them, but I... In my mind, I'm like, Liz, don't go there. And I just smiled and listened. But in reality, I want to say, really, bro? And it wasn't a bro. Really, person? <laughs> really, do do that? <laughs> You're saying that to me right now. Like, you totally don't live that. You totally did not give that to me in my life. Uh, but I was just like, you know what? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit has help me and continues to help me. There is hope. It's so amazing when you see yourself surpassing these moments in your life and and see yourself grabbing for joy, grabbing for peace instead. And when the triggers come up, realizing and giving it to God and say, okay, God, you're showing me that. Let's do some work. You know, call your therapist. But the Holy Spirit, Uh, alongside you does wonders, wonders. You know, 
I speak about therapy freely now, but that's not something that I was raised in. Uh, it's not in my culture, in the Puerto Rican culture. It's something that's looked down upon. Que bochorno, que van a decir la gente. Let's not talk about those things. Um, and I tell you, it's amazing when you go, come alongside somebody, especially that they're led by God, to help you walk this path. We don't have to be alone. We don't have to be isolated. We don't, we don't have to be ashamed and guilt. Uh, and condemnation. Amen. But I tell you, my first therapist is the Holy Spirit above all things. And it's because I've built such a relationship with him over the years because he was all I had. And you know what? At the end of the day, he was all I needed in those moments for healing. And I praise God for those that he has brought around me to be in this journey with me. So examine your triggers, what is happening? Uh, you know, why are your emotions, why, you know, so out of control? Why are you getting angry? Uh, like somebody killed your mama and it was just, they, you know, cut you off in <laughs> on I-4, you know, all this rage constantly and uh, just always at the, you know, flick of a switch, you're attitude changes, your demeanor changes in a moment. That is not normal. That's not healthy. So yeah, <laughs> study more about it, you know, research it. Uh, and of course, ask the Holy Spirit. And so I will stop talking now, my friends, <laughs> and I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, I love you so much. And I know sometimes I did not understand what I was going through and it was so painful. And I just was would look up to the sky and say, God, why, why, why? And I didn't understand. And I just thank you that you got me through. And I thank you, especially that because you got me through, I can hopefully be a sound of hope for others that it doesn't always have to be that way. We can be healthy and whole. The Holy Spirit really does speak, really does check us, really does come alongside us and tell us what to do if we would just listen and take time. Heavenly Father, thank you because you forgive us when our emotions are out of control and we hurt people. Thank you for forgiving us. And because you forgive us, we forgive ourselves. Because who are we not to forgive ourselves when a God so great forgives us? Who are we to withhold forgiveness from ourselves? And so thank you that you've helped me forgive myself when I've hurt my children or my husband when he was here with us. Forgive me when I've hurt my sisters and my nieces and nephew and, and, and people at church. Lord, thank you for forgiveness and that my friends would understand that that forgiveness is for them as well. Holy Spirit, I ask you to speak clearly to my friends as they listen and that they would come alongside you and or that they would find a godly therapist uh, that can help them, maybe just godly counsel. Maybe they don't have to be on a couch somewhere. Maybe it's just a brother or sister in church that will come alongside them and listen. Father, lead us to the right people. Lead the right people to us, God. Lord, uh, that we would let go of shame and guilt and condemnation and understand that our emotions were given to us by you. And so you will teach us how to handle them and you will teach us what to let go of father. And father, when we are triggered that we will truly just take a moment and reflect, why is this happening? Lord, that we will learn to apologize 
to people when we continually come at them and blow up and or isolate ourselves or, or, or just kick them to the curb because we are just a bundle of nerves, anxiety, sadness. God, watch our words, Lord, that we wouldn't trigger anybody unknowingly. Uh, watch our actions, God, that we would love as you love, forgive as you forgive. Oh, Father, boy, we fall short. We fall short, Father, of uh, of so much, but you will enable us and your Holy Spirit will be by our side. Father, I thank you for my friends that are listening. I thank you for those that they will share this with. I thank you, God. There's nothing impossible for, for us through you. Lord, empower us to heal, empower us to do better so that we can be better moms and daughters and wives and sisters and cousins and titis. <laughs> Lord, uh, help us, help us, help us. Thank you, Lord, for the word that you placed in my heart. And I thank you for your goodness and your mercy, Father. Lord, that not any word that I speak will harm anyone, but will help them find their wholeness in you, Jesus. In you, Jesus, you are the only one that can satisfy us and completely make us whole, Father. Bring healing to my friends, God, to their minds, their hearts, their emotions, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, that any disappointment they may have, they would lay it at your feet, Father. Any emotional imbalance that you would reveal it and that they would lay it at your feet and, and find the help that they need, God. Lord, the, the devil's a liar. We are not alone. There are people that love us. There are people that want to be by our side. Let us not push them away with our triggers, with our unbalanced emotions, Lord. Let us check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. <laughs> oh, Lord, we thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we just love you. And we pray, I pray, in Jesus' mighty name, let it be so. Amen and amen. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening in. I appreciate this. And don't forget to share this with your loved ones, your friends at work, um, those people that you know they're being triggered, child. <laughs> Say, hey, you want to listen to something? <laughs> and send it to them. And until next time, this is Liz on the Liz Teach Podcast. God bless you.